0: So good that they wanna be like us. I'ma tell the truth, they gon wanna fight us. Took a seat at the table and I didn't like it. Hate to break it through the lines, we wasn't invited. Got a new job, everyone excited. I was way happier just getting fire. Peace of mind, what I need, ain't nothing like it Can't get a peace of mind long as I'm around Everybody worried about a job they hate Gotta let them know that it ain't going down that way We be chilling on the block Cool ain't dreaming about vacations on a yacht Five boats coming, we be looking at the cops what's your emergency? Yo, 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 we out, we out Looks like the block is tired. You know what's coming next, patty wagon in the cops. They wanna say something else, put us on the good to be
1: blind.
2: What is we
0: say? Eight hours a day, minimum wage. The government ministers slaves. On a grave ship, try and get the fuck out my grave. Gotta work twice as hard, cause a nigga is gay. You know, since sign they condition that way. My generation never plans on us living that way. So we hustle and entrepreneur till it's manure. Find a way to get rich, fucking with the computers. I was on to get rich quick with my holy scooter. Between star troopers and hanging with Mr. Cooper. We put money and hard work into our maneuvers. We gotta know that our superpowers are super. We drive damage directly to the consumer. Uh, so how the fuck were you loud, Jacob the Jeweler? Uh, all across the world, they call us niggas and shoot us. Couldn't have a cab, still can't get an Uber with a hood on. Represent, I'm trying to put my hood on. Trying to do it without a hood, anthem a hood song. There's a hood song written over Go Horns. Whole hood got me now, looking too strong. Utilizing my time, trying to be wise. What a beautiful time to be alive. If you black and you proud, give me a five. If you all the way down, give it the ride. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Put Oh, so, uh, so good to be black. It's so good to be black. When the and it feels so good to be black. Oh, oh, man, man. This that real right here. This that one of them. This, this so good to be black. So when well, they make the Black well, Panther Cell let Ha-ha! Ha-ha. Let's, go. Let's go! Let's go! Damn it, let me up. Hello! Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: You guys have tuned into The Truth Serum with your one, your only, Simply Breathe. And, of course, you know I got to bring my room, the one, the only. Tasha! Tasha! <laughs> that is Tasha. Listen, girl, I was like, we got to keep the intro going with so good. I know. Like, we can't switch
3: it. feels so good to be black.
2: Listen, we going to somebody cookout. I don't care if it's cold, it don't matter. Listen it don't matter. I'm ready. A good ready. will warm you right on up. Listen. Right. <laughs> so, if you guys are just now tuning in for the first time, welcome. I don't know what rock you were under, but I'm so glad that you got from under it and decided to join us. This is the Truth Serm. This is where we have some real conversation about some real topics, bridging together that gap in communication between men and women. And we're going to get both sides of the perspectives, okay? So, Please let us know if you are watching us from YouTube. Let us know that you're here in the chat box. Michelle, good evening. So glad you're here to join us. And at the end of the show, so this is how it goes if you're just now tuning in. And share this link with all of your friends, all of your family, because I'm sure it's going to help someone out. This is how it goes. Really quickly, We have two guests, half an hour each. And then we go into the group discussion at 9 o'clock, a little after 9. And then we have our riddle game in which our riddle game, you have the opportunity to win a prize. Mm. Prize. Okay, so please make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel so that we can, you know, continue to get your support. And tonight's actual sponsor is also our second guest. Um, so it's brought to you by Donna Rain Wellness. We'll bring Don up after we talk to our first guest this evening. So, I hope you guys are ready. As you can see, the topic is right here. How do you make your relationship boundaries known or clear? Bringing up our first guest, Mr. Leo
4: Flowers. Yeah, yeah, in the building. (laughs) What's going on? Yes. Y'all remember the dog, pound? Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: Wait, you remember Arsenio Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's
1: go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Welcome. How are you feeling this evening?
4: Uh, You know, I just went for a swim, so I'm feeling real strong right now. I'm ready to go. I feel feel real vascular.
2: He rubbed it in. Should we we, (laughs) we just take him down? (laughs) For a swim, let everybody know, where are you tuning in from?
4: Uh, I'm in Loreto, Mexico. Um, it's like ninety minutes south of San Diego, uh, by by uh, flight, by plane. I'm so
2: I'm so dead. That's
4: okay. That's okay because I yeah. had Taco Bell today, so I was in Mexico too. Oh, I, I tell you what, Taco Taco Bell is 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 right up there. That Chalupa, come on, the Chalupa oh, with the, with the hot sauce.
3: What?
4: I don't even understand. At eight, I don't that's all right. We like we like an hour
3: and 20 minutes flying from Miami.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Top that. Yeah, yeah, go get you some of that COVID down there. Get you some of that. <laughs> to go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this evening's topic is how do you make re- your relationship boundaries known or clear? And it's all, of course, transparency is the key for every discussion. And I know you've been on the show before, so you already know about the transparency. You're a very transparent person. So I'm Tasha, are you ready? Okay. So yeah, I'm ready. we'll go ahead and start off with the first question. Why is it important to set boundaries in a relationship?
4: Uh, well, I, this is a great question. And a, a lot of people do not have these conversations as to boundaries. But the first of all, this is establish what boundaries are. It's it's, it's like what do you, what are the things that you're you're gonna say yes to? What what are things you say no to? Uh, and and what what are what are in line with your values, right? right. And the reason why it's so important to set boundaries because it it increases effective communication and it reduces miscommunication. The, uh, like. If I'm watching, you know, I, I, I play college football, so I love football. I it mean, it's a sports analogy. If they didn't have boundaries on a football field, right, if you didn't know where out of bounds was, then how can you have a game? How are you going right. to play that? How are you going to move forward? You're going to spend more time arguing about what's in and what's out of bounds than if we establish, like, listen, the football field's a 100 yards, you know, long. A uh, first down is uh you know every 10 yards. So by establishing boundaries, we can effectively move forward together. The, the, and, and the more clear we are, you know how fast you can you can do it a lot faster. But if you're getting caught up in a minutia of of bedtimes and bills and and uh food and, and, and just all the things that t- whatever it is, whatever it comes up, travel all these things that these things aren't set up in the very beginning or as you you grow throughout, right? Because we, as we know, boundaries can change just like the sports analogy every year. They, the, the the NFL or all these uh, athletic teams, they sit down and they look at the rule books and they look at the boundaries that they've set and they say, what's working for us and what's not working for us and what needs to be cleared up. And so for you not to do the same thing in your relationship, because, Remember, the reason why you got into this uh, relationship was for growth. But with growth comes new challenges, comes new opportunities, comes new um, um, experiences, comes new insight. So we have to be willing to check in with each other and say, hey, I know a year ago you said this was your boundary. I want to check back in to find out, is that still the boundary? Or has some things changed? But what a lot of us do is, you know, once a boundary has been set, we try to hold that person to that boundary forever, Mm -hmm. right? It's like a year ago, you said, or five years ago, or, you know, oh, are you a hypocrite? Are you changing your tune? It's like, I don't know who I'm dealing with. Are you wishy-washy? And it's like, no, you know, I got a new job, we moved new locations so my perspective on relationships life love sex like that's all changed because now we're in another tax bracket now we're living in another country right now now we have a health issue uh that Mm -hmm. we have to deal with whether it's cancer or or whatever that is now we want to have kids and we and we can't have it the natural way we're looking at in vitro so so many things can come up that can change Mm -hmm. the boundaries so it's so important for us to check in with each other
3: Mm -hmm. yeah those variables change drastically, especially mm-hmm. for women. Right. They really change for us. So I guess that's why they say the old, the old um, additive is that women have the prerogative to change their mind. <laughs> My so much.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, but I'm glad you brought up the woman aspect because uh, you know, so much of how we change is not just the external. I brought up so many external things. But, you know, I was in a relationship before where uh, my girl at the time had adrenal fatigue and and, you know, because she got her blood work done and her testosterone levels were below uh, normal, way below. They were in the negatives. And that affected her sex drive. That affected her bone density. That affected her hair. So was it always like that? No. But something, you know, the stress of the job, overworking, things like that. That affected her physiology. That affected her hormones. And that affected how she showed up for me. So a lot of times when we think that someone is behaving in a way out of spite or maybe they, uh, they're just not that into you, it's, there's a physiological reason for why the boundary has changed. It's not always yeah. just external. We got it. That's why we have to go to the doctor. We have to get the blood work. We have to know why we're not sleeping at night. Is it stress or is it a deviated septum? You know, one's physiological, one is is more psychological. So those require different ways of showing up for it.
2: Right, and you is you it have menopause, to, right? It definitely is. Um, <laughs> just to add to that too, I think that you have to be willing to adjust to right. whatever your partner is going through because. You know, they're not, they're not going to be the same person that they were when you first met them. That's just a given. If someone is the same all the way through, you may want to question that. Um, that's just True. my personal opinion. But um, the desire to adjust or adapt to your partner's changes is very important, um, you know, especially as time goes on. So uh, I, I, I love everything that you have said in regards to, you know, what boundaries are in a relationship? Because a lot of people don't know; they just right. go with the flow.
4: Yeah, yeah. Sex and finances are the two reasons why people—two uh, main reasons why people go in for therapy, right? And because the boundaries have changed. Now she's not; <clears throat> she's not. She had, you know, uh, two kids, so she's not feeling sexy. Or maybe he lost his job, or maybe he's stuck in his job, or maybe the commute is two hours one way and three hours the other way there's so many reasons why people show up as they do and and i guess it goes back to you know why how can it it, um affect uh how boundaries uh may move throughout relationship so these these check-ins but also to recognize um and and hopefully you have a partner who's willing to explore why the boundaries have changed because a lot of times what we end up doing is blaming our partner for whatever is going on in a relationship, right? Well, right. It's, it's your fault. If you you know, if you would just lose some weight, I'd, I'd be more attracted to you or, or if you was making more money, we'd be like, so we, right. sometimes we're not even aware of why we feel the way we do. And so, you know, right. that's the importance of going to a coach. You know, a lot of my clients are coming to me right now, especially with this COVID with you know uh, relationship issues, uh, emotional uh, you know trying to manage their emotions in different ways, uh, and just managing right. stress. It's so uh, yeah. boundaries, especially now, the boundaries have changed. You know, you both were leaving to go for, to work, and now everybody's at I home still... with the kids. There are a lot of right. boundaries. You got your kid walk behind you in the Zoom meetings, walking in on you in the like so so many things have changed and and for you not to sit down and have a discussion as to what the boundaries are now that you're you're setting yourself up for failure yeah so
3: um in what ways could your views when it comes to finances differ from your partners and how how do you find a way to get on the same page or on the same level about finance because you just brought up about money so you know, if, if if I'm on one page and you're on another, how do you how do we get back on the same page?
4: I, the first step is always uh, to explore. And what I mean is a lot of times when there's a problem in a relationship, uh, we tend to want to just fix it. It's like, you know, I, I feel this way about finances. You feel that way about finances. What are we going to do about these finances instead of? Uh, uh, but a, a more compassionate way is to explore why we feel this way. What from our childhood, what lessons did we learn? What were the messages that we received about finances as we were growing up? A perfect example is uh, my girlfriend now. We have two different perspectives on coupons. When I was a kid, I used to hate when my mom pulled out that coupon book because (laughs) it made me feel like we didn't have enough to buy what we were buying. It made me feel like, inadequate. Right, like i was poor and now everybody knows that we poke, i don't want nobody in <laughs> our business you know right. and so she pull out and then she wasn't even like smooth about pulling out the coupons they be spilling all out the thing and we have to scoop them all up and and then try to stuff it back up in it it was just it was a fiasco every time we had to deal with that coupon book, and then and then if I had to go to the store by myself with the coupon, oh, I, I that's even worse. Hated that it was even worse. Yeah. So and and it's ridiculous when I look back at it now to think that as a you know a 10, 11 year old kid pulling out a coupon book that I thought people were really looking at me for you know for whatever reason. But my point is, my girlfriend she loves uh, using coupons because in her head. She loves money so much that any opportunity where she can save, save money, she jumps at it. And so yeah. I look at coupons as being uh, a sign of inadequacy, a sign of lack. And she looked at it as an opportunity for growth and abundance. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, you both could be uh, wanting the same things. But doing it differently. And once you start to have those deeper conversations as to what were the messages you received about money, you know, in my house, it was, uh, we don't have enough, we're broke, uh, we right. can't afford it. And so right. th- that starts to become your running loop versus uh, somebody who grew up in a household where they were told, if you work hard, you can have it. That's an entirely different message, right? Yeah. you're saying the same thing but you're saying it differently and you're saying it in a more empowering way. So the first step is to get at the messages you receive and lay that all out there on the table.
3: Yeah, my um my um brother has a kid that goes to I guess YMC or whatever the tutoring systems is right now during COVID, and you know they pass out you know they give you EBT cards now for kids. So Bree, I don't know if your kid if y'all still got that. I haven't got one. I listen, give me some. They free- are sending them out to everybody. So he got his in the mail, and he said, and then they get they sent a care package home with the kid, like it has cereal and fruit and juice and all kind of stuff in it, right? And he says, as hard as I work, you would think I'm poor and this child doesn't eat. And I'm like, you better take it. It's free. It's yours. It's free. You work for it. (laughs) But he, but that, that concept, that mental concept, or what you say, perspective about money is ingrained in his head. Like he, you know, my kid isn't poor I work hard to make sure that my child have and here you are giving me food stamps
4: <laughs> give me some you know, food stamps right now Michelle Obama was talking about it uh in, in an interview where she said that growing up for her uh stairs in the house was a sign of wealth and so she always wanted stairs like if, because that meant if you had an upstairs you had two stories so she was mm-hmm. like oh if you got stairs in a house you if you got another level to get to then you have a lot of money where for me stairs has always been a sign of uh of trouble like grandma falling down the stairs i can't i can't get the couch up the stairs there's children under the stairs like stairs have always been a burden to me why are there children
2: under the stairs leo remember that movie children under the 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 Stairs. Okay. Yes. Just, just Yeah. Just, you know, like. Wait
3: a minute. What's going on with your household? Yeah. You see, I grew up up north. Bree, come on. You, you from the? I know. North too. I've heard
2: of the children under the stairs, but it was just the fact that he was just doing it so naturally, and I'm like. Wait a
3: <laughs> but this okay for for me stairs was you know when I thought about stairs I always think about like buildings like projects and apartment buildings and stuff when i think about steps like there'll be bums in the steps crackheads in the steps mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the stairwell's yeah. always there oh, you grew up the <laughs> yeah some crackhead yeah, something
2: steps
4: is that. nothing to play with
1: <laughs> I know.
4: yeah you gonna get jumped on the stairs people <laughs> people was like sitting waiting to jump with you on the stairs yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, right. my God. There's stairs was
4: always, and, and then, and then especially, you know, you live in those, uh, those buildings where uh, there were certain, you had, the elevator was out, so you had to take the stairs, and there'd be certain levels where the lights were blown out on a staircase, yeah. and you, you know, like, like three through five, and you ain't know, that was a haunted house right there. You ain't know what was happening, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, yeah.
2: And those were usually the floors where also smelled pissy, and it was
4: just yes! yeah, and lied. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so so, so, so there was so, like, like some a, moaning a, going a, on, and <laughs> yeah, you do not know what was happening. Nah, you, you were like stepping a something. Now your shoes are sticking. Yeah, nah, nope. Yeah, nope. no nah. stairs. We that's don't. Want all right. <laughs> Nah, nah. Even even a even a that handrail. You ain't want to put your hand on that handrail. Come on, that's a rap right there. Okay,
3: wait, 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 wait. I got one more. Yeah. So. When I first came to Georgia from Chicago, a friend of mine said that they were going to take me to the projects, right? And I was like, I'm not scared. Okay, whatever. Yeah,
4: that's, that's and when we got there, right people, were,
3: people were out front barbecuing, and I was like, this is not the project. Y'all got grass. Listen, mm. Mm. Listen. <laughs> y'all got grass people barbecuing out front. There's folks congregating. Ain't nobody yeah. shooting. I don't understand. Mm. Where is the projects? Like I was totally in disbelief. Like this is the projects? I don't feel threatened at all.
4: <laughs> and they had central air. Like who 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 has central air in the project? What how bad are y'all projects? What they should look. First of all, all right, for anybody who's care. never been, so for, hold up. So, out so because I've been to the projects in Chicago, and for people who've never been to the projects, but you make it sound like it's like lush green grass uh in the no, green, I green project. Project
3: is Atlanta.
4: Oh, Atlanta. Oh, oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got Atlanta. Got you. Okay. 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 I was gonna Not say yeah, those those were some dilapidated uh, patches of grass <laughs> Listen, in Chicago. It was flew <laughs> them down. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't grass. That was mud and concrete. <laughs> right, right. It, it was oh, more God. rocks. It was more rocks than anything.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So, um, getting into boundaries because this one right here is a big one. How might an overly involved parent or family member affect the way you view your significant other. And we talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. that mama that's going to call you at one o'clock or call Mm -hmm. your son at one o'clock in the morning while y'all laid up sleeping to come move some furniture. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. And you get up and go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents, they definitely have an effect. I mean, before you even, first of all, let's acknowledge that before you even enter into a relationship, your parents' relationship between themselves right affect how you show up to relationships you know mm-hmm. if you if you grew up in an abusive household either you're gonna become abusive yourself or abused or you might even be passive it, you know trying to be the pacifist and trying to keep everything cool so you don't grow up in a household like that so we, we all are affected in some way by uh, the, the household that we grew up in and how we saw our our parents model, uh, adult behavior and more importantly, uh, affection towards one another, you know, was it, uh, verbally abusive, physically abusive, uh, or were they very nurturing and touching and loving or, or was you know, your dad always traveling a lot. And then also you're picking up on how they refer to the opposite sex, you know, like, is it, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I can't wait for your father to come home or your dad's here again. You know, like that (laughs) kind of thing, like, What's the tone that's being used? Right. And so you, right. know, you have these, these loops that run through your head um, that affect how you look at your significant other as you go through. So the first part is just being aware of what what those messages were. It always goes back to awareness as being a first step. And then two, figuring out how much of that resonates with you. Like, is that something right. that you really believe? Or is that something you thought you believed because you just heard that over and over again right um and then to share that be like listen uh, i i i have a, a tendency to say or do a b and c because this is how i was raised but that's but my intention is to display such and such i i'm just not uh i haven't built that habit and i'm not quite sure how to do that is that, you know, right. it's like if yeah. you grew up in a household where they didn't really display affection and emotion, <laughs> then you, you become an adult. You don't really know how to do that. Right. And right. so your attempts may look aggressive or they may look passive or they or may look like you're not even interested at all. And, and your partner doesn't see the effort you're trying to put in. But if you don't have that conversation so that she can pick up that. When you say, I'm going to go for a walk, is not you abandoning the relationship or leaving her. Right. It's you trying to learn how to calm yourself down so that you can show up and communicate with clarity and uh, and be effective.
3: Yeah, because sometimes sometimes you get the total opposite. Like if your parents didn't give you attention, then you're one of those type of people who are smothering in your relationship. Right. Because you're trying to prove that you're not like your parents or you're not like your family members, and then you're like, you fi- you try to figure out why people say I'm, I'm smothering them, and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to show you love, <laughs>
4: right? Yeah, right. And and you don't realize that it's smothering because that's the way you, that's what you've always witnessed, you know. Um, and yeah. then the other thing is there's a, there's a reason sometimes why uh, you may not even introduce your your partner to your parents or to your family, because right. you know they're gonna say something crazy. And you know Ooh, that their man. thoughts are going to um, affect how you see your, you know, like, so I'm driving in a car and uh, this girl I was dating, she was from Italy, and I had my mom on speakerphone. I'm like, Ma, I got you on speakerphone. Uh, and, you know, uh, with my girl, she's from Italy, and my mom on speakerphone. I just told her that she was like, oh, uh-huh. Italian women are crazy, you gotta get out the car. And I was like, you know, she laughed because, you know, my mom from Belize, she got an accent and my mom don't know her; they haven't met. And so she didn't take it personally. But, you know, it taught me that I can't just immediately introduce women to my mom because I don't know what she's going to say. I I got to I got to get a clearance. first. I got to get like a written, you know, sworn statement. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: I need you to swear on the oath. Yeah, so she's gonna be Right.
4: Okay. So
3: <laughs> we're talking about expectations and how things are uh, toxic or healthy. I guess. So, what role do expectations play when it comes to healthy or toxic relationships?
4: You know, it's expectations are so massive because this goes back to. Uh, you know how your parents were raised, and what your ideas of uh, of what what's a wife? What are your expectations of a wife? Not of the the woman you're you're with, you're married to, but what are the what are your expectations of a wife, of a girlfriend, of a husband, of a boyfriend, of a man, of a woman, right? Um, because we all are seeking out role players. Right. Ooh. We're trying to recruit a team. It's like you have this idea of what you need in your life. And we we pursue that. And we have no idea that the other person that we brought into our life has no idea that we had this expectation about them, which is why we have gravitated towards them. And then when they don't live up to that expectation, that's when the anger, the resentment is like, when I when I dated you, I thought you was going blah, 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 blah. right. But at no point did you share that with me. At no point did right. we sit down and have that conversation, and and so I didn't know you were trying to help me, you, or you were you were you wanted me to fill a role, you know, whether it's um, uh, for social media or for business, or because your your family said that this is the type of person you should be with, or this is what you need to feel safe, you know, uh, especially if uh, if a woman's been sexually abused or uh, some type of uh, physical trauma. She wants somebody who can make it feel safe, whether that's physically or mentally or mo- and whatever that is. So he doesn't even know that's the role he's playing in the relationship. Right. And, and for him, he's maybe seeking out his mom or uh, you know w- w- some type of fantasy, whatever that is. And so it's, you definitely want to be upfront as to here are my expectations upfront. And, and a lot of times we don't share because we're afraid it's going to scare <laughs> the other person away like what well right. no. but really it's when we share what we really what our intentions are what our expectations are it gives that person an opportunity to to let you know what aligns with them and what doesn't it's like well i'm like i can't do A, B, mm-hmm. C, but c d and e works for me you know mm-hmm. so you, you get you can find that middle ground and maybe over time once again the boundaries can change and your expectations mm-hmm. can change where maybe you needed that because you're going through a certain phase in your life with work right. or relationships or whatever. And now you don't need that. part. You know, it's like um, when you watch a space shuttle uh, go off into space. Uh, as soon as a space shuttle breaks uh, Earth's atmosphere, the thrusters fall off the space shuttle because it no longer needs that to continue weight. on, right? They don't. They don't need that weight. They don't need the thrusters. It's just. It's just. the burden at that point. So, but the expectations that you have in your partner in the beginning, um, what some of those you may find <laughs> that through time you no longer need because you figured out how to give that to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's important is that you. It's okay. People talk about like codependency and dependency, like it's a, It's a bad thing. No, it's okay to be co-dependent on somebody. It's okay to be dependent on somebody. What's not okay is for you to stay there, right? Oh right, because if you're broke, right? Look, look at this quarantine. A lot of people are now depending on the government, they're depending yeah. on friends and neighbors. But is it okay for you to stay there? Does that mean you stop looking for a job? Does that mean you stop you know, trying to write your book or get your online business up or, or whatever that is? No, it's like, listen, i need this from you right now i just want to be up front uh <clears throat> and i am working on giving it to myself but in the meantime mm-hmm. if this is something that you can give for me so i can get through this period of my life but to have mm-hmm. those conversations
3: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. thank it, you that, that was very helpful
2: <laughs> yeah it all boils down to communication and and mm-hmm. being honest with not just your partner, but being honest with yourself. Because, yeah. like you said, if they show you what it is that they're looking for and you can't meet them, being mm-hmm. okay saying, okay, well, I don't meet the first three, but this is what I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. That's the important part. Instead of playing the role like, okay, I got everything covered, and in reality you don't. You know, that's, well, I
3: absolutely. think that can be very frustrating. That's absolutely. very frustrating.
4: I mean so uh, you no know, uh, example in our in my relationship now like my girlfriend loves when we go to bed together and I need space between uh us going to before I get to bed I need time to myself I need alone time to myself so what we're working on is how can she you know basically tuck herself in without me being there right but also I'm working on how do I minimize that that space that I need to go to bed? So that way we are we're we're building a bridge together, uh, versus you know me just saying figure it out for yourself. And she's like, why can't you just you know? So we're not constantly having that same thing. We're both working on how do we close that distance over time. Yeah. And not
2: compromise. have the other person feel neglected, right? It's all about compromise.
4: Absolutely.
3: Right, mm-hmm. right, right.
2: Yes. So for
3: somebody but for somebody to be willing to compromise, I think that's a great thing because most people don't. They they say that they're set in their ways. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, and, and so what that means when people say they're 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 set in their ways, um, it's it, you know, they they've gotten comfortable, right? But even people who are set in their ways don't realize that over time uh, they can change. And and what facilitates change is constantly sharing your story. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are sharing our wants and our demands. We have no problem. I want this. I want that. And you won't give me this. And you won't give me that. But to get back to, you know, it's like what is it about me not being in bed with you that, you know, is uh, makes it a challenge for you to go to sleep? You know, and what is it about me that I need that space before we go to bed? And so to constantly keep having the conversations and exploring that area, because then after a while, it goes back to the spatial analogy, I may find that I don't need that space anymore because right. I'm, I'm getting that from some other way um and and maybe she doesn't and so now maybe we're going to bed at the same time or maybe she's comfortable now going to bed without me and you know i'm you know um i I still get that time to myself so it could play out in so many different ways the 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 key here is to keep that conversation going without necessarily feeling like you have to immediately come to some solution it could take weeks months years um, but a lot of us don't know why we do what we do, right? We don't realize how much of us are just, we're just running on a, a program uh, right. because it's just what I do. So it could take time to to figure out what the layers are. Right.
1: Okay.
2: okay. Well, what we are going to do, Leo, thank you so much for just, you know, dealing with our questions in the first half of the show. What we're going to do is we are going to take a quick commercial And when we come back, we will have our second guest, um, Ms. Danny Ann, and she will answer our questions as well. So you guys, make sure you stick around, don't go anywhere, and we will be
1: right back.
2: Hey, hey, hey. You are tuned into the He Said What? radio network with yours truly, Simply Breathe. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What show and Wednesdays, 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha.
3: (sighs) Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnerd, G-A-R-N-E-R-D.com.
1: All right, we
2: are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, if you guys are just tuned in, you just missed the, the, the good first half. And now, you're tuned in for the second good half. This is The Truth Serum with your host, Simply Bree. And I got ooh, Tasha. <laughs> so, tonight, we are talking about relationship and how to let them be known and clear. So our second guest this evening is actually our sponsor for tonight's show, the lovely Danny Ann. How are you?
5: Hey, ladies. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Good, good. Thank you so much for letting me be on this show. This is awesome. I'm so happy to be here. Like, let's let's get juicy. You know me. I
2: I want to. Let's get
5: juicy. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, what do you? Like, <laughs> that, that's that's it. It. Yes. <laughs> so, what do you think of when you hear boundaries? And it's whether it's regarding a relationship, whether it's your own personal boundaries. What do you think?
5: Um, boundary, boundaries to me is what sets the tone of a relationship. To me, in my opinion, it's when it's like, what's pineapples? When is the cutoff for me? That is a boundary to me.
1: <laughs> pineapple. Pineapple. Yes.
5: Yeah, because you know it's like all right. Because I'm I'm very easy going. Like I, I I'm very chill. Like I can deal with a lot. But when something is like too much, it's like all right now. Like that's that's the cutoff. You
2: know. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this, uh, and then I'll give it to Tasha because I know I just took Tasha's turn. But how do you tell someone, Hina? How do you express? I'm very
5: expressive, so I'm going to tell you. Then now, I won't embarrass you. So if we're in like in a public setting or something, or if I feel like you've embarrassed me, or if I feel like you stepped on my toes or something like that, I'll usually say something right away. My energy will immediately shift to where it's like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Look, you didn't know this before, but." I don't like to be undermined. I don't like to feel like you're not on my side, you know? So you have to communicate. You have to express it, that that's the only way it'll be known or else you'll hold resentments. That person won't know what the hell is going on. They're like, well, what did I do? And then you say nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, no, it was something, something's there. So I need to know what that boundary was that I crossed, you know? Right.
3: Well, why is it why is it important to set the boundaries in relationships for you?
5: That's the only way it will grow, really? because nothing is not to me nothing is stagnant. You know, right. um, so it it has to be set. It has to be told. It has to be expressed. It has to be learned. you know it, it's it's to me, my boundaries when I was twenty one is in my boundaries now at thirty five. Right. So it, it, it's a growing process. It's lessons, you mm-hmm. know, how yeah. things make you feel. So, like us, you uh, or I, I, see, it's hard. This 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 subject is really hard for me as far as relationships because I've been with my husband for sixteen years and we've been married for eight years. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so 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 a lot of boundaries for us are being taught with time and experience and this or, or how something made me feel. So like how we were when we were twenty one when we were in a club is or when we're out and about or when we're having conversations isn't the same as right now. So right. Be- before we could cuss each other out at twenty one, ah da 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 da. da, da pop, 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 pop. Now that's not tolerated. So we have right. to set new, new boundaries. <laughs>
3: I got a quick question to add with that though. So, yeah. my, um, because you, I'm, everybody's changing in life, and I think COVID has taught us a lot. So, do you have to tell your story to set your boundaries? Like almost like giving an explanation why you don't like something? You know, um, this happened to me. This is the reason why. Or do you just say, don't do that? I don't like well,
5: it. Well, <laughs> I guess to answer your question it depends on the person because a lot of people are sensitive so if you're mm. if i know you're a sensitive person it's like listen i don't like your tone or i don't like when your homeboy comes over when i'm here you know because i can't just say oh i don't like him he can't come over so it mm. just depend, it just depends on who you're talking to <laughs> because some people are sensitive you kind of got to Teep, teep toe, like, all right, look, I didn't like that, you know? Huh.
2: So, okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm still stuck on pineapples.
5: Girl, because, you know, <laughs> listen, you know, there's boundaries not only with the series boundaries, but there's sex boundaries too, honey. And <laughs> you just, girl.
2: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> See how you just brought it up. <laughs> like, Okay, me and Tasha, oh, my God. Me and Tasha was just talking about this before the show started.
1: Okay. And I said
2: to her, I wish we were doing lives during this time when that lady came out with the great grapefruit video.
5: Oh, yeah.
2: Did you see that video? I didn't. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> oh, Girl, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and find it for you. And okay. we're going to show it. But the, the question was, um, you know, what are like? What are some boundaries when it comes to sex? Because, like, there may be some men out there who don't like to receive oral. And there may be some guys out there that like to receive oral but don't like to give oral. So it's like, how do you find the boundaries when it comes to sex? It's,
5: yeah, it's, right now I feel like it's easier now because people are so forward now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're so like, well, this is what I like. This is what I don't like already. So I think right now that wouldn't be so taboo to be like, are you a pillow princess? Or do you receive? Do you take? You know, it's that I think it would be easier to find that out,
2: you know? She is dropping gems
3: in? with these words because I'm, I'm <laughs> a pillow princess. You said,
2: pillow princess. <laughs>
3: A pillow
5: princess. <laughs> that just means. Well, it goes in depth, but basically, you like to receive but not give. You know. I, I know what it so, is. I just yeah. like
1: it. <laughs>
5: uh, this is sparkling water, not wine, by the way. Uh,
2: so I'm a. I found a video. I'm gonna just go ahead and. I'm a. I'm. A, I'm a. Let Tasha go with the next question because I want to okay. get right to that point but she's just going in.
3: Like. Okay. Go ahead, Tasha. So, what role does expectations play when it comes to healthy versus toxic relationships for you?
5: It's number one because what I expect should be what I get, and vice versa. What you expect should be what you get with me. So those expectations has to be clear. So like with me, security, protection, honesty, those are expectations. If I cannot get that, then it becomes toxic because then we're constantly at war. We're constantly battling because you did not give me my expectations, and you expect me. Oh, but now you expect me yeah. to give you what you nah. Yeah, so not. So now that's when it becomes toxic because nobody's listening. Nobody hears each other.
2: So Right. Mm.
3: Right. Right. Very much so. You know. The strangest thing about um, expectations is um, going back to what Leo said, actually, is that, you know, how you were raised because Mm -hmm. my father put this thing in my head that you shouldn't have expectations of people but I'm like it's human nature to have expectations how do you not place expectations on people like I expect my father to keep me safe you know what I'm saying but I think he's trying to um, rule out um, unrealistic expectations but he just gave the broad (laughs) broad summary of Exactly. Oh,
5: <laughs> exactly. I think I think expectations are very necessary, very, very necessary, yeah. because yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I guess I could understand an essence of as far as taking emotion out of things or taking your emotion. Out, like you expect something for someone, but then when they don't give it, that emotion isn't there to where you harbor it. So now you have a choice to move forward or to stay. You get what right. I'm saying? So now that's a whole nother dynamic. So I guess it just depends on how you receive it.
1: Right.
2: Right. So here on the truth server, he said, what radio network, I always practice transparency, but damn it, that video, I could now play that video up here. That video, I'm, I'm just saying, um, I'm going to drop the link. Yeah, just send me the link. <laughs> I mean, I, I forgot that she had a whole cucumber that she was doing fellatio on, and i never spoiled it. <laughs> Wait. Girl, I'm going to send you that link. So, um, now, because, okay, so you're married, and you guys have been married for quite some time, but you've been together for a longer period of time, and I'm pretty sure you know, at the beginning, when you, fir- when you first started, you may have felt some type of way about family or, you know, even in the past relationship, you know, the way that um, the significant other's family can be overly involved in the mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. How might an overly involved parent or family member affect the way you view your significant other?
3: Uh, Look she- at her. She's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, mm
2: <laughs>
5: because it's like a give and take it's like it's like you're like well damn you gotta do all of that but at the same time and I'm just talking about as far as like a family member if a family member calls and my husband's very given yeah. so it, it to me it's like a good trait too so I can't be really mad right. so it's like as long as it doesn't interfere with what we have going on then I can't really um, judge you or get mad or upset with you because you're doing for your family or you're there for your family all the time. So Mm -hmm. as far as overbearing family members, I would be very clear, like I will not go around and it'll Mm -hmm. be very known that I just can't handle that. So I'll just remove myself, but I don't want to stop you from going over there and it's not going to cause us to have any issues either. It's just that I choose, not to be around that, you know, again, it all, to me in life, everything, you have a choice, you got a choice with everything. It all boils down to the choice because you, I mean, to me, all the anger and drama and all that, it comes from your, like comes from yourself. You can't really blame, you can't really blame your partner. Again, it goes back to expectations and everything. So if you did not give me my expectations or you're not handling something the way I want to, I could talk about it. If you don't want to change or we don't want to move forward and work on it, let's move on. But if we're going to work on this, then this is something that I can't tolerate or this is something that you can't tolerate. And again, these are things that we have learned through the years, you know, the wars that that we've had that turned into peace. because It's like, well, wait a minute. I feel this way because my past, it all go. It does all it goes back to the past. It's like certain things. I don't tolerate which is yelling. I don't I don't tolerate abuse, verbally or physically because of past situations. It's like, mm, "Nah, I felt that before. I don't want to feel this again." You know right. that type thing. Right. So,
2: yeah, right. you have to be able to identify the triggers mm-hmm. and communicate, you know, it, it is important to communicate those triggers because sometimes we're in relationships where your significant other may do something that triggers you. And if we just instantly react and they don't understand why, then they don't even know what they what they've done
5: wrong. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And then now now they angry and now we all just angry and just just anger. And it's right. just silly. I mean, it, it's good. It's good makeup time, but it's just right. silly. It's
1: right.
5: just
2: silly. <laughs> yeah. And then and then that, that overly involved mother is in his ears. Like, I told you so. I told you she was angry.
5: And then that's one thing that we we don't do. We don't go and talk about it to parents. Like right. we don't do that. Like because I've seen my parents have been together for thirty six years. Mm. So it's like I've seen and I've talked to my parents. It's like that's one thing they always taught me is keep your home in your home. Right. Don't yep. don't go running off and talking and all that because then that is when boundaries get crossed because. Why does that person feel they have a need to say something? Right. You know, that's a boundary yeah. cross right there. Why do they feel like that? Nah. Yeah. So,
3: <laughs> so you also, if a boundary that you cross is the one with your family, because what if you have a conversation or you express something that was in your house to your family and they think you stupid, leave, don't do this no more because yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. And then you yeah. go back. You go back home. And now you're, well, you didn't leave. So I don't Mm -hmm. like this person no more. And now I feel like I can disrespect him because he disrespects you. And then you can never
5: back. Exactly. Exactly. And that's when you either have to check them or learn your lesson to keep your damn mouth shut. Stop running your mouth. You know? (laughs) Right in a journal. Is I mean unless unless it's now don't get me wrong, unless it's death, like unless it's like abuse and you know you don't belong there, that's that's different. You know, of course it's like this leave or you know you gotta go or something, that's when you become involved when it becomes life threatening. Mm-hmm. But if it's yeah. just that petty stuff, you know, you run in your mouth because you got drama, girl. Save that girl. We all got drama. Handle it. You either gonna go or you're gonna leave. Right. But I ain't got time.
2: Like, keep so. that off my <laughs> Facebook timeline,
3: please. <laughs> please, right? Listen, handle Thanks. it. What are some things that you may not be willing to tolerate? In a um, abu- abuse. I that's don't, the number I don't. one.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's number one. That's that's like if you get that mad at me why why are you with me
1: right
5: yeah yeah like i don't know't I don't do that
1: Mm-mm.
3: if i could push your buttons that that easily that you feel like you should hit me uh exactly.
5: because listen be- i'm a, i'm gonna push all the buttons i'm gonna push all the you know when you used to be young well, you to push I'm you to be girl i' would be like what what? What you gonna do? What What you gonna do? What you gonna do? So if you if you if you gonna get mad at me over that? No. <laughs> yeah. Let. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm I'm real aggravated. I'm a real Aggie, so come mm-hmm. on, no. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I mean and it, that goes to both ways. That goes for men too, because yeah. men are victims of domestic abuse just as much as women are. Oh yeah. It's unfortunate because it's not as reported because men have to go through this whole I don't wanna seem weak. I don't want to seem it, like a punk or a little bitch or anything mm-hmm. like that. And that's and
5: I think that's really true. I feel like Men actually get it worse than women, and they deal with it. They already deal with a lot, period. So to me, as as a black woman, if you're putting your black man down and he's doing everything he does, like I, I, that, like irks me. Like you, you're supposed to be his support. Like we're the only really ones that support right. our our men. So yeah, it, it's hard for the man because the man has everyone already. Oh. The man leaves his family. The man—he's a deadbeat. So when you do have that man who's working so hard and trying his hardest to provide for his family, and is getting abused, and then he can't talk about it, right, that's right. when the—that's when those mental issues happen. And in a the minute, he knocks your ass out. You screaming, "Man, I would have knocked your ass out too!" At mm-hmm. that point, now you know. I'm just saying, like, right. it, it, it it's, it's it's upsetting. Yeah. So
3: it's very upsetting.
5: It, it, and I feel like men should be able to speak up and a man should be able to say, I want a divorce or I'm out of this relationship, even if we do have children, but just be there for your kids. Because the one thing about it, I feel like in those type of relationships, the woman will pit the child against the father. Yeah. But in the end, the truth the truth will always come out. Listen, the truth the truth no matter what Time, day hour it don't matter it's going to come out and that child is going to know so I always tell the men out there if you're going through something like that just keep doing good yeah. it will come karma is real and that bitch is going to be miserable the rest of her life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you are going to have your children while she in the home you're going to be with your kids your kids finna be wiping your ass with your diapers mm-hmm. while she in the home miserable as hell <laughs>
2: You better go ahead. She just ran the whole situation down,
5: girl. I saw it today. Was eighty five. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. I cannot with your all diapers. She just just ran it from A to Z, just for
5: real. So (laughs) my black men, for real, like just just keep going. Y'all are. Y'all are not all bad, and I know that for a fact because I got one right, right here. I'm one holding me down. So
2: (laughs) that's the thing when you find when you find a good guy, like you have to embrace him, you have to pick him up, you have to like be his biggest cheerleader, and sometimes it takes putting your own ego and your own pride to the side. And yes. just, embr- just open your arms open and just your let arms. him vent, let him get it out of his system because more than likely he's gone through life so long not being able to release.
5: Exactly. Right?
2: That exactly. if you give him that opportunity to release, he's going to appreciate you and value you even, even more. more.
5: And uh, and that's exactly... Because how he treated that last one, he's not going to treat you that same A person is not going to treat you the same way as they treated that person because it's what you give and what you pour into. Right. So... It, and they're not perfect. Like, they're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Again, right. it's, it's, it's how big of that mistake or what boundary was crossed or what... Was it that serious? You got to really... Add, like, you got to weigh... I always tell... My friends, you gotta write that list of the pros and the cons. Yes. Get, go back to the basics, and if that pros list got even just one more than that con list, yep. this hang on, you know, like because it, it, it ain't nothing perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hang now,
2: on, <laughs> listen. Cause that grass on the other side, it may look green, it but got that's some fake ass grass. Right, so got some
5: it got sticky birds all in it and shit. It got girl for real. Walmart not. <laughs>
2: Listen, that's great value grass. Okay.
5: GMO. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna mold it's gonna bold in five years. You won't know the truth. It's okay. too
2: damn late. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Several kids into it. Like
3: <laughs> that part. So, I've been bamboozled.
2: Hello. Listen. Good <laughs> <winked. laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, when it comes to um, past lives, because we all have a past life, when it comes to past lives, what is one thing that you are willing to overlook, and one that you're just like, nah, that's not gonna make it?
5: Would I don't you know ever- that. It, yes, it, to me that uh, that's a hard one because we we didn't really have past, you know, past past lives as far as that. So, I'm I, I really feel like the past is the past. Cause I I truly feel like people change, people grow, people evolve or how you treated that person might not be who you treated, but you can always tell like you know, when you have, or you know, if a person is genuine or if a person has a track record of being a certain way, that's when it's different. So it's like, if you have this track record of a past and you haven't put forth an effort or showed any change then that's different. But if, for example, if you were to get in a relationship and he has a track record of being a womanizer or, you know, a hoe in the street, Mm -hmm. but then he's coming to you he's like, listen, this is my past, but this is what I want now. Then you have a choice now. Again, here goes that choice Mm -hmm. to hold him to his past or to give him the opportunity to get what he asked of you which is that companionship and that partnership that he didn't have from those past relationships. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 again, it just, it just depends on the situation and the deal breaker would be, okay, how did he treat these past women or mm-hmm. how many kids does to maybe, I know speaking from experience of or as far as friends goes or whatever, their deal breakers would be how many children they have past, past wives or mm-hmm. past past relationships that would be a major it's like you have a track track record of just impregnating every woman you've ever been with so then it's like okay what what value do women really hold to you right you know so you
3: be yeah. You yeah.
5: Mm. yeah i think i think the i think dra- past dramas would be issues how you deal with dramas um yeah children you have abuse again if you yeah. have this track tra- track record of being this womanizing abuser, verbally, physically, that's like again cut off. I just don't tolerate that. It's no need for that.
2: What if he has a track record of being the victim, being the a- abused?
5: Oh yeah, that that's that narcissist shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Right there. I love it. I love it.
1: Oh my gosh.
5: Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one too. Cause it's like, well, sir. Or ma'am. All right. Like that's the like, yeah, that is a big deal. Well, I'm this, That's like Eeyore uh, on um Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Na, na, na,
1: na, na. Like Cheer up. All right. Wait, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's that?
3: Like, what's the what, what problem? What, what? happened? Did you just do E or did. You did. You did. You did.
1: You
2: did. You did. You did.
5: Girl, <laughs> this is like you are no longer a victim after it happened like sixty <laughs> years ago. Getting yes. together yes.
2: and then that too yes. it says a lot about that person and the type of women that you're attracting. Yeah, right. Because yeah. if you are the Tina Turner in this situation and you always <laughs> thinking nutbush,
1: yeah. listen now.
2: So I don't know if I want to put up.
1: Exactly.
5: Exactly. Again, choice. (laughs) Yeah, you you got a choice, (laughs) Mm,
3: mm, mm, mm. girl. When it it comes to social media, okay, Mm -hmm. do you find it necessary to discuss how much access your partner has to do in their digital presence? Like how much? (laughs) Like, don't you on Facebook too much? (laughs) You on IG too? Yeah, and living,
5: yeah. and I could speak right from experience with this. As far as college days, when MySpace days came out, I was addicted to MySpace, and in the relationship I was with my husband, then it became a point where it was like, "Well, well, what are you doing on there? What, who are you talking to?" It it became a threat in the relationship. So sometimes you I did have to look back and be like, "Well, what am I doing on here? What am I hiding on here?" or whatever. So, now moving forward, social media to me is only used business wise. So, my husband has access. It's like what what do you not that he even looks. It's like no, no there's nothing there to look at. So, to me, the access is given to what you allow or you allow what is given to that person so if you don't want that person in your social media you have to make sure that they are secure that you're doing what it is you're supposed to be doing on that social media because it is easy to get caught up in social media with them DMs and them them sexy BBL women with all them big, big booties and all of that girl. stuff. And them chocolatey girl, them chocolatey men with the chiseled abs just looking like, are they real?
1: Those first that- traps? Girl. The sweatpants? The gray one? The
2: gray sweatpants? Just the gray girl. ones.
3: Just the gray
2: ones? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. I got to... Tasha, I'm gonna let you do the next question because... The them gray sweatpants, remember we had um uh, Keith was a no, it wasn't Kia. Let me think,
3: no, it was um, um, I know what you talking about.
2: Society,
3: yes, uh huh.
2: She has she has some uh candle um, and the candles are oh called gray sweatpants. So, honey, I just got it like a week or so ago. It
5: smells amazing, oh doesn't it?
2: Oh my god! Oh my god. I was like It made no. you tingle,
5: girl. God. I was like, ooh. You oh. <laughs> got that, that tingle some nerves up in really? there, girl. Like, ooh, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> okay? great sweatpants, okay. But
5: no, that's just what they do though. They do. Like when you like that's so it I think it is important in relationships to be open. It has to be transparent. It, it, you mm-hmm. have to be able to be like, laugh and be like, hey, he was just in my DM talking about he gonna buy me the world. And then my husband will be like, well, shit, let him buy yes, it. because on. I, I, I'm tired of buying it. Like,
2: <laughs> Let somebody else do it. Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. So, or I'll be like, or we'll be like, um, I'll be like, well, Zag, she liking your picture a lot how much money she got or you know we'll be joking yeah. around you know you got to you got to really just take t- not be so serious you know yes. it, it, it 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 is social it is social media you got to i have to explain that too to my husband sometimes it's like this is my my space even when it was back in my space so i should be able to post what i want to post right. it's not yeah. that it's being fake or i'm like at one point <clears throat> He got upset because I wasn't showing the family on my page. She's like, no one, no one knows you're married. It's like you're living a double life. And I'm like, oh no, that's not the case. It's just that I protect my, my dome. Not everyone is allowed into this realm. So I do just post just me. So, but I had to compromise. So now every once in a while, you'll see his face pop in to let him know, (laughs) you know, you gotta let him know. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's important to be open with social media because social media is literally now the only way to socialize. So you do do have to be open with it.
1: Yeah.
2: And and I think the more that you are open and you allow your significant other into your space, the more comfortable they are, the more trusting they are, the more they see that you're not hiding anything. So there's no reason not to trust you
5: exactly exactly yeah. it's it's important period transparency yeah
3: do you have um any time boundaries
5: girl yes i have to have my time and my space or it's going to be a problem for this whole world
3: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
5: as far like listen my kid cuz i have twin boys y'all yeah. already know and i have dogs i have him. It's just a lot going on in my house. So it's it's very necessary for me to have time, the boundary of time, the boundary of privacy of my own space, mm-hmm. very important. <clears throat> Even though we're a unit and are together, you are you and I am me. Just how you you need your time. I need my time too. And I need my girl time. He knows I got to have girl night. I got to go out for drinks. Ain't nobody trying to like holler at nobody. Like, these are things that are very necessary for me to pour into others. I have to yeah. have my time, period. Yeah. No yeah. questions asked.
2: And yeah. that was something that um, Leo was touching on earlier when yeah. he said that he needs his time between actually laying down yeah. to go to bed.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so, so it's it's really being comfortable making that known and not feel like you have to compromise that portion of your expectations or or of your boundaries
5: exactly exactly so like with me i'm i guess i would be like leo's girlfriend i have to have him like we have to go to bed together Mm -hmm. if we don't go to bed together it's either we're mad at each other or someone's not home because it's like if i say i'm tired then he'll be like, All right, baby, I'll be up there in a minute. Or if he says, I'm tired, I'll be like, Okay, give me a minute. I'm on my way. But my time is usually during the day. Like in the mornings, you gotta, like, don't come at me when I first wake up. Like I need an hour to two hours to myself every morning, period. So, wow.
2: I mean, at least you know it. That's the important part,
1: right?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break um actually we're not going to take a break we're just going to go ahead and bring leo up so he can join us and we can go ahead and get this group discussion going so Uh-oh. let's bring leo flowers back up hey leo oh you got it muted you got it muted oh i'm muted there, no, we, yes. go.
4: there, we, go. there okay. we go there we yes. go there we
2: go yes welcome back to the show
4: thank you i was i was really uh enjoying the conversation you ladies had going
5: that's that girl talk.
4: Yeah, yeah, I thought I was in the beauty shop right
5: there for a second. Yeah, <laughs>
4: y'all really went in. He got a glass of wine and everything over there. I see.
5: It's it's sparkling water.
4: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> Look, did you hear the whole talk about pineapples?
4: Uh, I did not hear the talk about pineapples. What was that? Yeah.
2: pineapples. That's, that's,
5: that's that limit. That's that word. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you just crossed that boundary.
4: Oh, is that the safe word pineapple? Yes.
5: Oh like, like Kevin Hart. You know how Kevin Hart tell you that.
4: That's too many syllables. Yep. Pineapples. By the time you get out there. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. You can be you be choked down. You need one syllable. You can be the beach <laughs> like or <laughs> or peach. calm or stop. <laughs> You got too many syllables in there. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're <laughs> <laughs> <Safe work. laughs> <laughs> like, What? You need <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you need a one-syllable safe word.
3: That's so funny. <laughs> well, we, asked, um, we, question we just asked um, oh, about, about the
4: time. T-
3: yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have um, time boundaries? Well, do you have boundaries when it comes to time, your time?
4: Oh, absolutely. You know, and uh, you know, I want to jump on. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch your name, the guest. It's
5: Danny, Danny and Danny, Danny
4: yes. Ann. Yes. Uh, so I'm the same way in the morning. I get up early, like sometimes 5 a.m., sometimes 6 a.m. around there. And I got to go for a walk. I got to get and... sunlight before screen light. And I right. need that time. No headphones. I just, I need to, I need to know what's going on up here. I need to and let that, let mm-hmm. that surface, yeah. get in touch with it, check in with myself. And then I, I know, you know, then I come back and I give my girl a report. I'm like, listen, I'm at about a six yeah. today. So, I, <laughs> you know. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I like let her <laughs> number. Yeah. I'm, at, I'm at about a six right now. Now. Sometimes so, about lunch or after lunch that can change, you know? Yeah. But uh but yeah, I let her know where I'm at. Because sometimes you can sleep through the night, but for some whatever reason you wake up and you still don't feel quite rested. You feel a little That's, bit off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you want to communicate that mm-hmm. so that they don't think it's about them. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And you yeah. just oh, yeah. you just know it's it's just me. It's just sometimes it's yep. like that. So Hell yeah. Um like but that, the other time you know. boundary that I use is at parties. Is uh, I only I only do ninety minutes when I go to parties, and my girl knows really? that after ninety minutes we got to go. I really? like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, because, see I'm the well, one that
5: stays till the lights on. I'm like,
1: hey, nah, "It is time nah, to go."
4: No, 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 no. Because I'm not really um I'm not super extroverted. I, I love to, to socialize, but I don't need to be there all night partying. I just want you yeah. know get a little what's up, how you doing, check in, let you know yeah. I you know I support and I care about you. But uh but after 90 That's minutes,
1: good. I'm done.
4: And, That's uh, and Cause after ninety, that's when I start drinking. If, I, if, I, if I'm there for two, three hours, that's when I start, I start saying crazy stuff. Uh, Great time I to go. I'm not responsible. Leo's sleepy guys. He got to so, Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, <laughs> hey, When I'm sleepy, when I'm yeah, when it's, when it's past my bedtime, this is not good for nobody. So, but but Leo, <laughs> yeah, so I actually.
5: Leo, I think I'm going to adopt that. I like that because a lot of times you find yourself over committing to people when they have events or parties. And it's like, I really don't want to go, but I really want to support. And then yeah. I know me, I would feel obligated to stay, but it's like, I didn't even think of it that way. It's like, okay, give yourself 90 minutes, get there, show your support, show your love and then be like, listen, I got to go. This was great.
3: I like that. So listen, I y'all people listen <laughs> Listen. Yes. Listen. Like one, and it's somebody it's somebody in the chat that says better than me, one drink in one hour. Oh
4: no,
5: but I like that. I'm gonna start using that. So and I'm I telling either, all my friends tell
4: them. them. Like, yeah, I told them up front when I get there. I go, listen, uh, I got, I got a scoop. So I might not even say bye. So I say bye up mean? front. I like to do things like when I, dinner, when I go out to <laughs> dinner, I pay immediately. Like I order the food, like we at a restaurant. Yeah. I'm like, bring me the check. I want like, hey, go. I'm ready to go.
2: No, like, that's
4: so impersonal.
5: Feelings. That now no, that's why? impersonal. No, like so that's break that like, down. Break that down. Because it's like you're already setting up to leave. Like <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> give like right. what if the vibe is good and it's like, oh well, dang, you already got your well, I guess you could stay, even if you still got the I check. Can't. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I would be like, well, Dad, you, you leaving so quick? I don't know.
2: No, so I get it. Right, so, what so he's saying is he pays ahead. in advance so that when okay. he's ready to go, he can just leave. He ain't got to worry about wait, waiting no. on no check, okay. none of that. Yeah. Then, when okay. you're waiting on the check, then it's like, well, I guess I'm getting ready to go, guys. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, yeah,
4: this bitch her with the check. Yeah, because yeah. you got to do, I don't like too many goodbyes. When right, you okay. ask for the check and you with other people, then that's that's like people start saying goodbye, right? And then you okay. sign the check because it's been about five ten minutes. Now you gotta do another goodbye. I just told you goodbye. I'm not saying <laughs> it again alright so. so yeah, All right. when I say goodbye, I'm done. You, you yeah, know, be glad I said-, I said goodbye the first time. So I pay up front. Hilarious. That's yeah, well, hilarious. Yeah, we're ready to go. Ready to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like
4: that. That's- oh, <laughs> that is funny.
1: That is hilarious.
4: <laughs> That's Especially so... if you're on a date, if you're on a date, you know, that's that's where I really got it from was, you know, it's like, man, it's like me and her really vibing. And there's a small window where that could close. So I don't I don't need the waitress back there filling like, oh, the scene's down. No. <laughs> yeah, we got to wait. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, so, is, we're, we're busy right now. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, The window that window, it's like miniature okay, golf. I got to get in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, my yeah, God. Nah. So I'll pay up front. I'll be ready to go. Nope.
5: But how do you pay for a <laughs> date up front? Like, what if I want dessert?
4: That's that's cool. Like, if, Because <laughs> I already sussed that out. Like, if she wants because when I take the girl on a date, right, I mean, I got my girl now, so we don't have this issue. But right. beforehand, okay. like, we never, I don't do dessert at the same place we had dinner.
1: Right. Okay. Because okay. I'm, I'm okay. trying to create an
4: experience here. So I'm already, I already okay. got the, the dessert place planned out. You ain't got to worry about that. Like we, okay. we some place. maybe, maybe I, you oh. know, we're coming back to my place for dessert, but we not oh. having dessert where we had dinner. That's, that's, that's that's corny right there. You got to, okay. like every, every part of the date has to be special, you know?
5: Oh, it's the yeah. experience for me. Yeah, yes. A, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Leo on
2: this show raising the bar for people.
5: Like Okay. Yeah. Look, she said my man in the comments. She said no, that's, that's, that's my homeboy <laughs> girl. That's, oh, that's a, a, oh, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. My yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, you gotta find
4: a nice little dessert place. That little late night where, where they where they pour the bourbon on the dessert and then they set it on fire, you gotta find that that's hard to go, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you need that yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I love it. I love
4: wow. it. Kick that's the
1: yeah.
5: yeah, now mm-hmm. that's dope. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see why
1: you're in Mexico.
5: I see
4: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all that experience. It's all
4: about the experience. Yeah. It is. You know, it and is. That's, and that's the beauty of the you know, when 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 you are um, uh, at odds in your relationship, or you, you know, you, you just you both don't seem to be clicking, is you you have to remind yourself that this is part of the experience, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This is part of the journey. That there's going to be challenges. There's going to be obstacles. It's supposed to be rough, or also to yeah. be boring. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's like I don't want a cookie cutter relationship, right? It should be yeah. dynamic, and it should be something that that tests you on some level, not hurt you. Right. right? But it should test you and it should make you dig a little deeper uh, on some level. So, you know, but you have to remind yourself, this is, this is a journey that you're on and this is part of every relationship goes through their ups and downs. And there's a period Mm -hmm. where you feel like you're just roommates and then there's a period where you're you're really close and all these different things come into place. So, Remind yourself, you know, have a bit more compassion with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every day is not going to be the same. Yeah, Man. definitely.
1: That's sick of my soul, boy. and pearls.
3: Amazon pearls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Leo, <laughs> you
2: are a character up here, boy. You are something else. This so, is great. we are getting ready for the riddle game. oh. Um, for those who are not aware of what the riddle game is all about, well, the riddle game is quite simple. Um, of course, our guests, you guys cannot win a prize, um, but you can actually you're gonna be in competition with the audience so oh the audience member that um, gets the most riddle questions correct <laughs> will win. Um, our prize for the evening, and our prize for the evening is brought to you by Donna Rain. So, we have two um, soaps. So, we have lavender kisses.
5: Ooh, my favorite.
2: (laughs) And we have sunshine glow.
5: Ooh, that's cleared up my face, y'all. Like, oh my god, my face was awful.
2: And look at it now. Yes. So, (laughs) you guys will actually, so the person who gets the most correct will win both of these soaps tonight so um we ask that you guys be a subscriber of this of the channel and um when you get your product make sure you post it on social media and tag us in it he said what radio is the account please tag us in it and uh we will definitely show the love so this game is brought to you by Tasha. Tasha is the host of this game, and so I am going to be assisting her by putting the questions up. Do not think, do not think, uh, very complex when it comes to these questions because they're really not that complex. Um, so, with that being said, we will go ahead and put up the first one. Tasha,
3: what's the difference between yesterday? and tomorrow.
2: And those viewing, you can go ahead and type your answer in the
1: box.
3: And we um, cannot give you a lot of time because people have been cheating. Yeah, they Google it. So, yeah, Leo,
2: um, Danny, you both can just shout out whatever comes to mind. And...
4: Today? Today? Today, yeah.
2: Oh! Today. Go ahead, Danny! Okay, Danny coming. All right, viewers, y'all better step it up if y'all trying to win. I'm just saying. All right. (laughs) they ain't playing.
4: Okay, second one.
3: You can see me in water, but I never get wet. What am I? Reflection. Yes! Oh! I'm over here like oxygen.
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't know if y'all gonna be winning tonight. I'm just (laughs) saying. Hmm. Okay, so Tasha, this one I don't know if you had put it correctly. Um, so I'll put it up and then you can read it. Because I think you have the master over there.
1: Huh?
2: huh? What can I what can I not be tomorrow? What can I not
3: be tomorrow?
4: Okay. Today. I, <laughs> be? I, go back to today.
3: I know. I'm like yesterday. <laughs>
5: Well, um. Come on now, yours. now. Uh, oh no! Can
4: I, not be, I know we can try to go all zen with it. I
5: know.
3: Um, <laughs>
4: what can I not? So much
3: you can see oxygen. Uh, can I not be. What can I, what can okay, I um, not, not be? I got to give the answer. Uh, okay. What can I not be tomorrow is younger. Uh, oh. That was good. Okay.
5: Yeah.
2: Everybody kept saying today and the past. So, because
3: they were stuck mm-hmm. on that question. I'm glad, I'm glad you put the two together because I wanted mm-hmm. those two together because people okay. will be stuck on the other yes. question.
2: You definitely got them. Okay. Um, did we do that video? one? Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yes. We did that one too. Oh, damn! We're going through
2: them fast.
3: Yeah. There we go. Imagine you are in a dark room. How do you get out? Dream. Close, but no. Uh uh-uh.
2: oh. <laughs> I'm like. Leo thinking about this, so you
3: can say Imagine you are in a dark room. How do you get out? Imagine it. No. Come on, oh.
1: viewers. <laughs> oh yeah. Turn on the light. Duh. Brother, he said turn on the light.
5: <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. Oh, <laughs>
3: Patrice, Patrice
4: won. Parker,
5: she got it right. Oh, oh. Stop imagining. That's funny. Your brother, oh. I'm like with him.
4: Wow. Turn on the the wow, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> <What>? Wow. <laughs> that was a good That's one. That's
3: funny. Okay. I never ask questions, but I'm always answered.
4: A rhetorical question? No. Mm-mm. but I never ask questions. Uh, God. Wait.
1: The I truth?
4: Never ask questions.
3: I uh, simple. I think pra- simple.
4: Prayers? Prayers? I never ask no. questions. Even
3: <laughs> <laughs> simpler. Uh, We're like on some spiritual
2: That's the interesting part. It's like, how do you Ready? turn your mind off? Oh, wait, hold on. Right.
3: Yeah. I said no.
5: Prayer. no. Oh, my name. It's not your no. name. No.
3: no. Ready? Oh, no. Nope, not yet.
2: yet. No. So it's not prayers.
3: Nope. They're looking it up. Yeah. What's
5: realized? the answer?
3: Doorbell <laughs> question.
4: Oh. Uh, uh, ain't nobody got a doorbell.
5: I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Where no one has
1: doorbells anymore. <laughs> Leo.
4: <laughs> yeah, the, the? the answer to the next one is going to be DVD player.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
4: okay. So this you know, is the I last. You want I'm there, you know?
5: <laughs> exactly. I'm outside. Like... Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> what gets sharper the more you use it? Your mind? Mind, yeah, mind. They both got it. Ah.
1: <laughs>
5: <Aww.
2: laughs>
4: Come on, Tasha.
2: <laughs> okay, I had to cool. throw in the easy one.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
5: Okay, because I was questioning myself. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> well,
4: first of all, don't call it easy because we got it quick. We always using our eyes. Exactly. Right. That's, that's why we on the podcast. That's Why are we doing this? She said <laughs> <I have> respect <laughs> on <laughs> my <breath. laughs> Right. That's right. I'm sorry, Leo. i take
3: it back. I apologize. You're right. right. You're absolutely right. That's
4: right. Because we, we're both
3: um, okay. drinking water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cheers.
5: I see. I see. Cheers. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, wait. Okay, wait. We all got our water then. Okay.
5: Okay. There we go. That's right. There we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Wow. This was such a wonderful show, you guys. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on.
3: And, and in Patrice the had the most answers.
2: Patrice, yeah, Patrice. All she had to yes. do was get one, and she won. So, once again, Patrice is our winner. Patrice actually won the last product that you had. Um, oh, yeah, for the, the bottom scrub and the soap. And now you got two more soaps coming. Your yes, way.
5: and I have more products coming soon. So, stay yes. tuned.
2: Yes, so I mean, you guys, I. Make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you guys participate. It's not that hard. This is
3: like, yay. Invite invite people to watch the show. Yes. We have fun. Sorry. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah.
2: Yes. So, (laughs) with that being said, um, we are going to bid our farewell. We're going to allow each guest to go ahead Let people know how can they find you online and support what you have going on. And if you have any upcoming events um, or just anything worth mentioning, this is your time. Uh, We will go ahead and start with Danny first. Uh, Danny, let us know how can they find you and
3: support you?
5: All right. Well, you can go to my website, www.donnarain.com, and you can also go to my Instagram at Donna Rain or at Donna Rain Wellness, and let me see. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me show you. Uh-oh. Donna Rain, see it,
1: see,
5: there it. You go. see it, see it, see it, see it. Okay, yes. sorry. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
5: Thank love you, that. thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you so
2: much. <laughs> so welcome. And then Leo, how can he reach out to you? And what do you have going on?
4: Uh, two ways. One, if you want one-on-one coaching, you can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with me. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-B-E, with Leo, uh, thrivewithleo.com. Or if you want to check out my podcast, I have a suicide prevention podcast. Uh, it's called Before You Kill Yourself. It's on all the podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, app, iTunes uh google play blah, blah 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 all that good stuff and um so check that out uh before you kill yourself it's a podcast and then ThriveWithLeo.com for one-on-one coaching nice yeah that's dope
3: that's dope, that's dope.
4: yeah yeah the- Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, especially now, a lot of people are are struggling with their mental health. So, you know, it's like it's important to talk to somebody, at least the very least journal or, you know, go for that walk. So, you know, take care of your mental health.
5: Yes. Leo, I'm going to be reaching out to you. Um, I just became a part of the Bryce Gowdy Foundation. He was my godson that killed himself back in December, the 17 year old. So I'm going to get with you for you to get with his mother so that maybe we can bring some awareness to his foundation. So I I'd i like it. to get with you for that. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that.
5: Perfect. Uh, we'll exchange
4: uh, information for sure.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yes. This was great. This was wonderful.
2: I'm, I'm glad that you guys came on and just the information that you guys were providing. Yeah. You, useful tips. Um, yes. Hey, as soon as you get your uh, meal, i uh, go ahead and That's get yourself right. squared out. So if you need to leave, you don't have to say a lot of goodbyes. You just get up yes. and go. You say goodbyes at the beginning.
3: That's right. Yes, I'm going to tell go people ahead. your boundaries up front. You tell them up front. Yes. And you get up get Your little backstory too to your boundaries because you, you might have to explain because some folks might be sensitive. That's what yes. It is.
2: And, and and try to have a shorter safer than pineapples because apparently <laughs> too much going on.
1: Just, just pee 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 P, pee, pee, pee. <laughs> That's
2: it. <laughs> so um, thank you both once again for being a guest on the show tonight. Um, we would love to have you guys back at a later time. So make sure you keep awesome. your emails open because we will be sending our invites.
5: Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. It. It's great meeting you, Leo.
4: You too, Danny. <laughs>
2: yes, All right. You guys. Good
5: night.
2: So, Tasha. Yes. Yeah. Tasha, 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 what a show yes. tonight. Amazing. <sighs> Amazing. Like, if you yeah, guys did not catch the show from the beginning till now, right. <sighs> you missed it. But you can always we, go we, back and, and watch the episode again on our YouTube We hope channel. you do. Please yeah. do. Listen, yeah. like, comment, subscribe. And share. And share. Follow us. And- um, Tasha, let them know how they can find your Instagram.
3: Okay. Well, on Instagram, I actually have two Instagram handles. But for this particular purpose, I am no one you know on Instagram, Instagram spelled N-O underscore one N-O underscore one Underscore, you know, can't can't get my tongue right for some strange reason.
2: <laughs> you okay over there? I'm just okay. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. Yeah. Tasha, yes, babe.
3: Ah, uh,
2: so okay. That's how you guys reach out to Tasha. Make sure if you have listened to um the mid the mid. Portion of the show and you hear that garnered commercial, that is Tasha's commercial. So please make sure you guys show some support to Tasha and what she has going on. That is one of many things that she is doing. So please make sure you guys follow her on Instagram and let her know that you watched the show and you wanted to reach out and
1: say, Hey Tasha.
2: Hey. So, Tasha. So, you can find me on Instagram, and um, it's underscore simply bree underscore, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E underscore. Also, make sure you follow our network, which is He Said What Radio on Instagram, as well as Facebook. If you just look up He Said What Radio, you'll find it all over social yeah. media. Um, yeah. Make sure you guys... Tune in next month. Actually, Friday. Um, Friday is my little segment that I do called Feel Good Fridays. And that is just five to ten minutes of motivational talking on whatever the set topic is. So make sure you guys tune in on Friday from 5.15 up. And then on Mondays, we have Simply Sports with the host One Mike and R.G., So, those are my guys right there. I am also on that show as well as the co-host. I know nothing about sports, but they have definitely taught me uh, a little bit. So, uh, please make sure you support that. And then on Tuesdays, we have He Said What? What? (laughs) The radio show. And I will either have a guest up there, or we may even play Blast from the Past, one of our previous episodes. So, there's so many different things that you can find on this network. Go to simplybreed.com and you will find out more information about the previous shows as well as upcoming shows and different ways that you can support what we have going on. Um, that's it, guys. We've held you guys long enough and we appreciate you guys rocking with us. So we now, we bid farewell. You guys, have a good night. Good night.
1: Good night.